The following podcast is recorded and produced by the Podcast Precinct in affiliation with the network at BICBP-radio.com. The Podcast Precinct. Consistency. Creativity. Culture. and welcome to a brand new episode of Colts fans. Yay! And Bill's land. <laughs> it never gets old. My name is Matt Johnson. One of your hosts and alongside with me is the colorful, colorful personality that is Mr. Brandon Rogers. Brandon, happy uh, Tuesday to you. How are you? Man, I am doing pretty good for a Tuesday. <laughs> How are you? I'm great. I'm great, man. Woke up, no, no work today. Yeah. No bill. No nothing. 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 <laughs> nothing but good news, sunshines, and rainbows. It. I'm in a much better spirit and mood this week than I was last week. I, I will tell you that much. I think everything. I think everything that's happened uh, in the world of cults. I'm just kind of like impervious to pain, and <laughs> it's like. It's it's you know we Colts fans have had a rough week, rough couple of weeks. It's been bad. It's been uh, bad. It's been bad. It's been very bad. But today I wake up in a joyous mood, and uh, and I'm just like I'm like you know what? It is what it is. It is what it is. That's it. That's all you can do. Adversity. Um, I think adversity really breeds character. It's really going to make this team come together, gel to make us the the best team that we can be this year. Exactly. Exactly. No, we got a, so last week, all right, spoiler alert. We, we recorded, we record on Sundays. So, um, <laughs> little spoiler alert there, but literally the day after we recorded the Colts fans and bills land curse, uh, it continued. It's announced that Carson, uh, would be officially out five to 12 weeks. All right. Had to have, he had a surgery like that day. Um, on a bone that was a damaged over some time. I think it was an old high school uh, injury or something like that, that had been damaged and they had, it, it finally popped out of place and they had to, uh, they had to go in and, uh, and remove it. So Carson Wentz five to 12 weeks uh, is his return timetable. Uh, but apparently according to Jay Glazer, they're saying that Carson may not miss any game time which I'm a little hesitant about, but it's got to be some reassuring news for Colts fans. Yes. Well, I, I kind of went through this whole thing. They said two weeks of doing nothing just to have the scar kind of heal yeah. and uh, take care of itself. And then two weeks of rehab, try and build the, the muscle on up. I mean, he's only going to be off his foot for two weeks. So rehab, trying to see how your foot adjusts to that. So they're saying five weeks isn't unknown. isn't unheard of. Right. Um. Depending on the the athlete and you know, how comfortable they feel on it, five weeks 
could absolutely happen. So it is kind of a glass half full thing. This injury happened when it did and not during the season, you know, if it was right. going to pop on up, do it now where we miss them for maybe two, three games tops, if any, which would be great. So I, I honestly, I'm looking forward to him starting week one, week two at the, the longest. Yeah. Yeah. Come back just in time for Aaron Donald to come to town. Oh God. All right. No, week three. Yeah. Come back week three. <laughs> I know that was the first thing I said, like, they're like, Oh, he'll be good by, you know, this, this time. I'm like, son of God, you know, whatever. And again, I'm trying not to be too negative this episode, but it's like, no matter what happens, it's like, Oh, so either we're going to throw Carson Wentz out there who has a history of, you know, he gets hurt pouring glasses of water, or we're going to throw out Jacob Beeson in it. You know, one of his first actual NFL game starts one of his first uh, by that time. It's like, Oh dear God. <laughs> uh, you know, it's a lose. It seems like to be a lose lose, but it does sound like there is a chance. Uh, I'll bet not a big one, but there is a chance that Carson could return, and that's comforting, at least, right? Um, that's comforting. I, I still always hesitate. We're always still going to be worried about uh, Colts and injury news and coming back and and what what they're letting on. Always going to be nervous about that. That will never change. Uh, their dealings with Andrew Luck and Peyton Manning will never ever change that for me. But uh, it it does, for the time being, seem to be a little reassuring. No, you're right. You know, uh, you've been scoring so many times. Yeah, you have to kind of be worried. That's, that's always in the back of your mind. But we, it can't be three in a row, right? We can't do this. <laughs> hey, man, the, what, three's a party? or what? what there's, I'm sure there's, there's, there's a company, three's a crowd. That's it. Three's a crowd. That's what it is. So, um uh, hopefully it's not a crowd. Hopefully, hopefully we don't have a crowd in that injury history Colts quarterback. Well, I feel like we we might have, considering what happened to Big Q the day after we recorded. Oh my God, was it the day after? Yep. Yeah, it well, was. He hurt himself, and then it was revealed on Tuesday. That's right, and it was the same exact injury that Carson had. What? Two different situations. Uh, fudge. Yes. Had gum it. All right. We're when that happened, I'm like, like everything, like that's when I just died inside completely. <laughs> I felt nothing. Indigestion, don't have it. Uh heartache didn't have it. Love didn't have it. Nothing. Just numb on the inside. And when big like Quentin Nelson's a tough dude. This is his third surgery of the offseason, from what I understand. All right. He's probably going to be back. He's pro- I, I would imagine him in some kind of d- just work, just working through an injury. That's the kind of physical competitor he is. He's one. I don't want rush back to ru- rush back either, but this is a, uh, this changes a lot of things. <laughs> <laughs> this certainly changes a lot of things. So everyone's like, Oh, Jacob, it'll be fine. He's behind the best offensive line in football. One of the best. Not no more. No, not no more. <laughs> <laughs> not no more. Uh, not anymore. Eric Fisher, again, still probably going to be out till September, October. Big Q's out. Ryan Kelly's been banged up. Uh, Sam Tevy is trash. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Super trash. He's 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 tr- like a, a waste basket with a red cape around him. That's what he is. <laughs> at, yeah, we, we weren't high on Sam Tevy at all, but Okariki has given him the business at camp. Like, I fear for... Uh, I feel like Jacob Easy is not going into a good situation. Ture, I gave him the business the other day too. Screw you, <laughs> Sam Seven. 
Yeah, it's it's uh it's it's been one of those days. It has been one of those uh, or one of those weeks. It certainly has. But yeah, Sam Tevy's getting blown off the line, um, getting absolutely wrecked. There's just Colts. There's just footage of him getting pushed all over the place and and whatnot. So it's not lightning. But Easton has had an up and down week of Colts camp, right? Ever since Frank Wright. Oh, Frank Wright did come back Monday. It has been a lot of news. Frank Wright came back Monday and he's like, yeah, you know, this is still Carson's team, but right now Easton's our QB one. And Easton's had an up and down week. He's made the defense look all world <laughs> at to, at points, and he's also dropped a couple, uh, dropped, made some good passes, had some good drives, and 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 stuff like that. So, um, do I feel a little bit better about Easton? Uh, like, like a you know a little bit, just a teeny tiny bit better about Easton, but, um. But yeah, uh, apparently Sam, Sam Ellinger, I finally found his name is Sam Ellinger. Uh, he's having a really good camp. He's, he hasn't been getting any first team reps, of course, but uh, he's showing he's showing a quick adaptation and uh, understanding of the playbook. So the, we're getting a lot of compliments about Sam Ellinger, which is good. Uh, I did have a friend that said he probably could find himself starting at some point. He's a big Texas Longhorns fan. Um, whoa, 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 whoa. Starting at one point. So are you Eason season or is it a hot gur summer for you? Pick one. Uh, oh, man. <sighs> I think for the time being, I have to do Eason season. But deep down, I feel like if Ellen Gurr got some reps, with, like Frank Reich already said, you're not getting reps with the first first uh, team, which sucks. That's not really a QB competition. If he's not even going to get a chance to run first team offense, but um, you know, I kind of like the prospect of Elgar a little bit. Whoa, a little bit. All right, because he's a little more safe. Maybe Easton has a. Everybody has flaws. Everybody has flaws. What the biggest issue with Easton um, is, from what I've gathered and from some of the stuff I've seen, is he. I mean, the dude's got a cannon. He's probably got one of the strongest arms in the National Football League. But he also has a that cannon that's getting the ball downfield 50, 60 yards is also coming out at the same velocity for a five-yard check down. <laughs> <laughs> what was it? Was it uh water boy when he got the the, the football stuck in his helmet and yep. ran it for a touchdown? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I could just totally see that happening to like Naheem Hines, just a football in his eye and just running downfield for a touchdown. Um <laughs> That's what I mean. That's a, that's something that can be can be worked with. Of course, it's going to be a little bit more hands on now with uh, Frank Wright going forward. Marcus Brady's done a ter- tremendous job uh, developing these guys as well and holding it down for during uh, Reich's absence. But um, Ellinger, I mean, he just I don't know. He's fresh yeah, with game time. I know I know Easton knows the playbook and he's been in the system for a couple of years. But dude's been cold. <laughs> yeah, dude's been cold. Ellinger's coming off. You know he. he Texas played last season. So he's a little bit fresher in that. I, I don't know if that's a, you know, a huge significant difference, but, um, but there's been a lot of high remarks. I would like to see Ellinger get a drive, some reps, maybe a day in first team offense to see the possibility because uh, to me, I think you're doing Jacob Easton a disservice. If you're not, if, if you already announced that Easton is the QB one uh, in Carson's absence, you know, Okay, I got the job. There's com- there's reason for complacency, right? Yeah. There's you could just okay, I got it. Frank Reich's not going to challenge. You know, 
that they're not going to put Ellinger in first team. I got the job. Now it's it. But if you put Ellinger in there, if you give him a day and he pushes the ball downfield, he's looking good with TY with, 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 uh, you know, some of these other pieces. You're going to bring out the best of East, right? We all know competition. Um, competition is, is the best thing for everybody. So, you know, they're like, oh, we're proud of Ellinger, but no first team reps. It's Easton's team. I'm like, oh, God. I think that'll change, you know, after the first preseason game. You okay. know, if, if they see Ellinger kind of ball out, like, oh, man, all right, let's uh, see what we've got here. And when it comes to being the better pro, I think it's going to be Easton only because his arm is insane. Yes. But in the situation, with our banged up offensive line, uh, with our good or great defense, and for a backup, I think Ellinger would Ellinger would be the safer play. He's not going to make mistakes. He's going to be able to just you know keep the the game nice and tight. He's not going for those big throws. He doesn't have that big of an arm, so he's gonna he's very poised in the pocket. You know when stuff starts breaking down, he knows to go to the safe play. Ethan, when he's under duress, man, it's like uh, a, a kid in a in a freaking burning building, not knowing what, where the hell to go, what to do. Right. So he, I, he has that gunslinger mentality, where yeah. maybe, maybe not so much gunslinger, maybe a little bit more calculated than that. I should give him more credit than that. But um, I have like Brett Favre vibes, just like oh, chuck it up and see what yep. happens. That's that's kind of where I'm where I'm thinking. Hundred. Uh, if the first read's not there, he's like, oh crap, where where do I go? What do I do? Right. You know, so I think with Ellinger, he's more poised. And I think in the, the spot that we're in, he may be the better prospect for backup. Yeah, but yeah. again, we'll, we'll first preseason game, we'll see what has to happen. And yeah. then we'll go from there. That's this week, I think, too. So we'll have a little bit to talk about, uh, a little bit more to talk about ne- uh, with next week's episode as far as game time, seeing what, you know, who's doing what. I believe, uh, let me double check. I think the Colts have the Panthers. Yeah, Panthers um, at I think three p.m. on Sunday. On Sunday, okay, yeah. that's good because I didn't know Thursdays are typically my late night. So, um, oh, let's see. Yeah, I think you're. I think you're right. Scores. Um, okay, this is being slow, but yes, I, I'm pretty sure Panthers. So that'd be good. Um, so we'll if it's at three p.m., maybe do. Uh, we have to go back to a Monday recording then. But yeah. um, but which is which is fine. We kind of expected that. Um, we kind of expected that to happen. But yeah, it'll be so. It'll be good to kind of take a look at who's doing what. But I just want to see the mix up, you know. In Carson's absence, I want to see Ace get challenged, and I want to see Ellinger be hungry to be the starter. How 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 cool would that be for him to you know to kind of come in six round draft pick and just and be significant, be the guy, be the guy. So for five weeks, for five then, weeks, you know, <laughs> yeah, Carson, know. come back. I know. I got God. I'm clamoring for Carson Wentz. What's happened to me? <laughs> I was, bro. It's been a wild, like ride of emotions this week, right? Oh, you what about Uncle about Phil? Phil up. Yes. Yeah, Uncle Phil. <laughs> I, oh, I think it was was it Monday night or Tuesday that it broke that Phil's like, and the timing was like perfect, right? Uh, we did acknowledge it last week on the episode. You, you know, you might have the jersey over my shoulder and Philip Rivers. He's got to come back, which made sense to me. I was like, okay, he's familiar with the offenses and that. And then a day later, <laughs> news breaks out that Philip Rivers, four people said, you sent it to me. You screenshot it to me, I think Monday night. And three other people sent it to me. 
um, that he was not closing the door on NFL return. I'm like, this timing is perfect. It's perfect. Yep. It's going to happen. And, you know, Phillip's like, yeah, yeah, I'm coaching high school football and stuff. I'm happy with that now. My mind's on that. But it's like, you know, the NFL is not going to, the NFL opportunities are not going to be there, you know, for forever. No. High school football coaching will be. So I was really excited at that. I was trying to get Bring Rivers home trending. <laughs> uh, it didn't really work all that well. Brandon, thank you for supporting my uh, my tweet in Denver uh, endeavor. I appreciate that, man. Good looking out. Um, I don't know. It, like I said, if it, it depends, ultimately de- depends on Carson's timetable. Well, after reading his quote again for like a third, fourth time, <laughs> it, <laughs> is this real? Is this well, real? Is he really yeah, saying this? Man, you really are like you're you're coming along with your your dive into sports podcasting and stuff. You just <laughs> you're like the you clickbait clickbait uh, podcast titles are coming up next. You're almost there, my man. <laughs> <laughs> but like you know, uh, him saying later on in the season. So if God forbid. Carson gets hurt towards the end of the year and we're on the cusp, you know, I wouldn't be opposed to a Phil Rivers reunion at all. No, not at all. Um, but I, I'm thinking, cause he wants to finish out the high school season. Uh, I think that goes up until about the end of October, uh, end of November, beginning it, of December. Yeah, it depends on which area. It depends on which area. Um, yeah, I think, I know, I think football down South just goes forever. I think it does reach into November. Um, cause that's, that's big business right there. So, um, so yeah, I mean, he, he's got somebody that's pretty, I think his brother coaches with, he's got a brother or something that coaches with them. And it's like, Oh, you know, let, let him, you can let him have a year. <laughs> I can hold a whistle for a couple of weeks. Come let on. him be an interim coach and just come <laughs> to Colts camp and make things right. So, but also when Quentin Nelson went down, I'm like, Ooh, that's probably not a good idea. No, no, <laughs> that no. might be very, very bad. Naheem, Naheem Hines is going to get a hundred targets a game. <laughs> Those quick little check down passes and stuff. Oh, uh, guys, come too close. Stop yeah. off, stop off. <laughs> but shoot. I, I loved the idea of it. It brought joy to my heart. I felt a little bit of emotion, a little bit of feeling. My heart grew three sizes that day when it was <laughs> announced that it could happen. Well, that could happen, but that Rivers is open to it. Um, but I don't think Frank Reich's biting because there's been a there's been a lot of people tied to him. Nick Foles had a hell of a press conference. I think at the top of this week or late I've, last week. I've think- never heard someone beg for a job more than <laughs> Nick Foles. <laughs> Please give it to me, baby. Give it to I'm me. I'm better than I was back then. Come on, Frank. You know, Frank's a great guy. Probably my favorite coach of all time. Bye. Yeah. Oh man. Come on, Frank. Come on, Frank. So I'm here, obviously, it. but you know. <laughs> <laughs> it was beautiful. It was honestly, it was cool to see that kind of fire out of Nick Foles and that responsibility. But oh, he was 100% back. He was 100% like, take me. And everyone's like, you know, people were like, yeah, he might be the best option. And I think under certain circumstances, uh, he could have been. But like we talked about, we didn't want trading, you know, picks away. No, we didn't want trading that for draft. And Nick Foles has a heavy price tag on him too. We can't forget about that. Um, but I, I don't know. It's just, nah, nah, nah <laughs> it, man. No, nah, not not fair. Been there, done that. I'm uh, no, right. no. I agree. I certainly, I certainly agree. So that was off the table. Um, we've had a lot, some other stuff too. Like, like it's been a very good week. Uh, Michael apparently his last name is Strawn. 
It's not straight. Oh, it's not it's straight. Strong. It's strong. It's oh. on. I googled it. Even uh, better. He's had a tremendous camp. Strong uh, with a strong camp. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> he's had a strong camp. Uh, he's doing really good. I think he's. They're saying he's gonna. He's probably gonna move up past Desmond Patton. Uh, on the depth chart, he's like he's been one of the shining stars, and they're really saying that he could, like this could be like if if Paris Campbell, you know, sticks around, everything goes well. Pittman's having a good camp. This could be a really good uh, wide receiver one, two, and three core for for several years if it if it continues to develop and blossom the way that a lot of people think it can. Dude, so, kid is six foot five, two hundred twenty five pounds, ran a four point three just super agile and focused like he i think he came from the bahamas um i think you're right and you know picked up football a little bit later uh played in a d2 school but just outshone everybody like everybody that he's played in front of he's, he's impressed uh i know he went to i think it was west virginia's pro day uh just to get his you know get in front of some scouts and he blew away the, the coaching staff at the colts yeah and it, for him to fall to i mean it was a small prospect, but damn, I think this might be the best gem Ballard's gotten in a while. If, if he pans out, like I think he's going to pan out. Yeah. I would forgive him for all his quarterback woes. If, 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 if Strawn pans out, yeah, uh, I would forgive him for everything. Um, yeah, this is really, this is a really cool like thing. And I, I don't know how many first team reps he's getting. I, I imagine probably getting mixed in the shuffle. The wide receivers is a little bit easier to do that than Dude, quarterbacks. I saw him go against Xavier Rhodes yesterday. Yes, yes. Was, yeah. Oh my God. Pretty good. Pretty, pretty good. And dude, I mean, I know we're having our, our quarterback issue right now, but the team as a whole sounds like they're coming along so well. Yeah. Pittman is out there battling. Uh, Xavier Rose, he's in midseason form. Kenny Moore is playing the best ball that they've seen him play from what I've heard. Kamoka Torre is all the way back. I mean, making plays left and right. Oh yeah, Van Bonagu, who we all kind of you know gave up on, is out there flashing every other day. I think he's got a sack every practice, just about. Well, yeah. again, Sam Tevy doesn't really help. I know. But... <laughs> I know they're making him look real good, Sam Tevy. Sam you know, Tevy's, yeah, it's it's crazy, but it's it is a good, um, you know, it, it is promising that you know whenever it, it, whether it's Carson, whether it's Eason, whether it's Ellinger, whether it's uh, somebody next year that the Colts are in a good spot. They are, I, I would say we're like some other teams where we're solid. We're just a solid court. We're solid quarterback play away from being making it to the big dance. And I think that's a good thing. Um, the true, the true contender. That's all yeah. we need is Aaron Rodgers to come to any next year. <laughs> hmm? Did I say that out loud? I think you know. Yeah. All right. Let's know. Yeah. There's Shush. our, there's our clickbait title of the week. Um, <laughs> but also we have to, uh, we have to acknowledge that we may have another foot injury on the uh, on the team. I don't know if you've seen this, Brandon. Uh, Defoe, I didn't know that foot problems are you know, transmissible, transmutable. <laughs> hey, c- come on now. Contagious? Foot issues are contagious? Apparently. You should ask Rex Ryan about that. Oh. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. It, DeForest Buckner uh, hurt his foot. He's not in a walking boot, which is good, but I swear to God, I swear to God, if I'm on the roof of my, my work tomorrow <laughs> and I get another note, this is what I was on the roof and I got the notice about Quentin Nelson. <laughs> if I get a re- notification that, that DeForest Buckner has the same foot injury that Carson Wentz and Quentin Nelson had, 
you might be looking for a new co-host. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, at this point, I mean, what uh, do you start? Well, you can't really start looking at the turf because it's not the turf issue. It's something that you know Carson had for a while. Uh, Quentin had it since he was born. Yeah. So, like, what can we get? Like a foot specialist in the cold stock doc, doctor room, though. I mean, what what the hell? Yeah. Let, let's let's figure this out. Let's analyze it. Like, come on. Stupid. Stupid. I hate it. Yeah. I hate it. But... Hopefully it's just precaution. You know, Buck's been playing out of his world. You know, so hey, just take a seat for a little bit. Uh Julian Blackman hurt his knee. Yep. I guess he was gonna be held out of practice for a couple days, but no big deal. Uh any other injury concerns? Like I said, I think Rhodes came back from the COVID list and Naheem Hines did. Um, but I think camp stuff, that's the bulk of it. Fortunately, today, though, uh, a couple hours before recording, we did get uh, news of Darius Leonard locking himself in for five years with a contract extension along. I think everybody knew this was coming. I don't know. You know, this is rumored to be last night. And apparently sometime during the Edgerin James uh, Hall of Fame speech, which, you know, Hall of Fame stuff, which we're going to get to in a little bit. Um, they 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 locked in the deal. And it is a it's a very, very good deal, a very deserving deal of Darius Leonard. I'm happy for him. He has been the face of this Colts team, I think, over the last couple of years, and it's very trying times. Spiritual leader, um, on just on field, just physical leader. I'm so happy for Darius Leonard and uh and, and what he's meant to this Colts organization. And you know, he I uh, very deserved of of his of his very nice payday. Absolutely. And I think this kind of pushes Ballard's whole agenda too like, hey, you know, we're gonna develop our own we're going to reward our own for playing well. You saw that with yep. Brain Smith. You saw it with Darius Leonard. And hopefully Naheem Hines will be coming up the pipeline as well as uh, as Big Q's extension next year. That's going to be massive. But, you know, he said, hey, if, you, uh, if I get you guys, you play hard for me, you do it the right way, I'll reward you. And that's what he's doing. So that'll show other players like, look, you know, this guy follows his word. You saw what he broke off with Darius or the, the Forrest Buckner last year. Yeah. I mean, him the richest defensive tackle. So I, I think it just helps our cause as, you know, building our team up. Agree. It's got, it's got to feel good. You know, cause there's a lot of guys who come in here. They want these big paydays, big significant paydays, and they haven't really earned it yet. And I think. Seven punches. <clears throat> yeah. <clears throat> 17... Oh, did I say that out loud too? <laughs> yeah. I, you're right though. You're right. 17 mil for a season. And he got hurt in game two. Get the heck out of here. You know, <laughs> I, you, I <laughs> like Jacoby. Like I was happy when Jacoby got a little boost in pay. He's like, okay, you've been here for a couple of years. Now you're our guy. I think that's a reassuring statement yep. or a reassuring thing to have is that, Hey, you're loyal to us. We'll be loyal to you. And you keep working hard. And Jacoby worked hard and he yep. earned it. And, you know, Buckner, listen, he's a proven commodity. Got paid. Uh, Braden Smith been fantastic. Got paid. And Darius Leonard, no, absolutely no different. Absolutely no different. I, I love that earn it system. Yep. I love that earn it system. Ty, you've meant a lot to this organization. I know there's a lot of pulling, you know, pulling some strings and twisting some arms, but hey, you get paid. You've been loyal to us, and uh, we like to keep it that way. That's how the. That's how I appreciate the football business. There's, I mean, there's. Listen, people throw insane amounts of money at at others all you know at these players all the time and. and- Gosh, yeah. <clears throat> <clears throat> stupid, <laughs> stupid. Yeah, I was thinking he crossed my mind a little bit. Uh, I think he's getting like 42, 43 mil a year, but it's very, very front loaded. But for one year, yeah, one 
I can talk about this now because it's gonna think my blood boil. <laughs> He's so good. Oh my god. Oh blah blah. Couldn't even throw a screen pass. Fuck out of here. <laughs> he still can't. He still can't. He's still missed can't. it. I think just a couple weeks ago or a week yeah, ago. Yeah, I saw. Or trust me, it. I saw that video. I know you I did. I forwarded over to a lot of my friends. <laughs> you know, man, that's that's him. I yeah, that, that's the nature of the beast. But you pay him, he can't pay some of those top end talent that he's got support. So we'll see how that all goes. But, um, but we do like seeing guys get paid here. And yeah, we're very happy for Darius Leonard. I'm excited to you know to see him up close and personal this uh, in December. We're getting close, man. Woo-hoo. We're only four months away now. Man, hey, I mean, can we just start with football season first and then? I go know, I know. <laughs> we're getting there. We're getting there. But, but if um, you know if we're garbage fire, I'm I'm watching that game with the bag over my head. <laughs> we'll do we'll do paper bags. All right, I got a few in my car. We'll bring them. Perfect. But uh, so yeah, Darius Slaughter, big extension. Very happy for him. But I think that's it for like the current Colts stuff. Unless you have anything else in mind. No, I uh, no, I think I'm I'm all set. Me too. So I guess the final topic of discussion today is uh, our Hall of Fame. Uh, we. This is a big, big weekend for um, 90s uh, Colts fans, 90s, 2000s Colts fans. Huge, huge weekend. As much, you know, I kind of like how it ended up being where Edge and Peyton get to go in at the same time. Mm-hmm. I know that obviously wasn't the plan, but um, very, very, you know, it was really cool to see Peyton and Edge get in together. Really cool. Uh, both first round picks one year after each other. Uh, Peyton in 98, Edge in 99. And I know Edrin didn't get to retire with the Colts, but it was just really cool to see him, you know, finally make it in. Uh, just, yeah, I wanted to go. This is like the one that I really, really wanted to go to, you know, this ceremony, but it just wasn't to be. But, uh, you know, it, it was it was all smiles. It was really cool. Jim Irsay was there. Brady was there in support of Peyton. Um, Marvin was there and you know, uh, Dallas Clark, there were Dallas Clark Colts nation all over the place. And a really cool moment that came out too is, uh, Ryan leaf was there for Peyton. Yeah. Oh, that was dope. Yeah. I posted on Facebook on my personal Facebook page about how much, like how crazy that picture was. Cause this was like the birth of my NFL fandom, not only just as an NFL fan, but as a Colts fan, that 98 draft class. Uh, I think I told the story on here before of you know my dad we were sitting there watching the 98 draft and my dad goes hey that Peyton Manning guy he's going to be something special someday and I followed that to the Indianapolis Colts now it's crazy to think like it was him Ursay Peyton and Ryan in the same picture and I was like my god this was like the basis of my like my Colts fandom if the Chargers drafted you know if, if the if the Colts passed over Peyton Manning for and took Ryan Leaf I might not be a Colts fan. I'd probably be a Chargers fan. Ooh. So, like for me, this is like my childhood. This is like watching, this is like watching Shawn Michaels retire. All right, this is the equivalent of watching Shawn Michaels or The Undertaker in our world of pro wrestling retire. Um, you know, this was like a college. Like this is, I mean, this is me at six or seven years old, um, making a very important life decision on who my NFL team is going to be, and they're regrouped together. And I was just like, wow, you know, life goes by quick. It goes by quick. But uh, very cool for Ryan, you know, to be supportive of that. He literally tweeted out, hey, 
you guys made the right choice. And uh, yeah, it was really, it was really cool to see that. It was, you know, and for him to, for him to even say that proves like the character that like development that he's had over the years, you know, the, the growth and maturity level that he's now reached. So, you know, good for Ryan for battling his demons and then coming on right on the other side. Um, but yeah, dude, could you imagine if the, the, the Colts went pick Leaf over Peyton? You'd have so many powder blue jerseys right now. It'd be insane. Oh, I would. I, 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 there's no doubt I would. I mean, I have, well, I did have one, another one before, but, um, but I would, I wholeheartedly would, you know, uh, it's, and that's one of the biggest what ifs in NFL history, I think. Is, is that selection right there? We actually did an episode on it for two point. You know, are 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 the Colts looking at Drew Brees? Are they looking at Eli Manning? You know, Philip Rivers. There's a lot of what ifs that stem from that draft, and it's like it's it's really cool that for me that's the way that it lined up. That's the way it lined up. So, uh, but yeah, it's always nice when the when the team kind of comes together like that when when it's a big weekend for the team. Oh, dude, the best part seeing uh, Ursay with the edge and the low rider. Yeah. And, uh, throwing out $100 bills out to fans, making it <laughs> rain. And that's my owner, damn it. That he's the <laughs> coolest dude on the face of the planet. He is so cool. He is really cool. We're very fortunate to have him as our guy. Um, so, yes, yeah, so it was a cool honoring. Uh, I think uh, they're, they're doing the 2021 ceremony today uh, at the time of recording. I think they did the 2020 yep. ceremony Saturday. And they're doing the 2021 today, so I'm going to be sure to watch that um, as it's going on. Uh, but I did want to ask you: we have a couple, we have a couple that are just on the outside right now, all right, of being in the Hall of Fame. The Colts do, uh, and Reggie Wayne, who should have went in this year, I would dare, I probably say, I would like to think next year. Um, and then obviously Adam Vinatieri, when that time comes, you know, he's def, he's a surefire first ballot Hall of Famer. Um, but are there oh, any yes. play, are there any players you know post that significant 2000s team of you know Peyton Marvin Edge, uh, Jeff Saturday you know all these pieces are there any other ones you think that are going to be uh, Canton bound over the next coming years five to ten years five to ten years I've got three oh well, two in my head um, that I think are are lots okay. I want to say Robert Mathis has to make the, the, the Oh hall. hell yeah. Hell has yeah. To. If he doesn't, it, it'll be a travesty. Yeah. Um, I mean he I think he invented the strip sack. <laughs> I dare so, say so. I would dare say you know, so. Uh so yeah, he's gotta make it. Um, I know th- this player wasn't predominantly a cult. He, he had you know very good successful years here, but Frank Gore is gonna make the Oh the heck hall. yeah. Yep. On longevity alone, yep. And it's, you know, it's probably, it's going to be more than 10 years from now, uh, probably more like 15 years from now, but big Q, I, I think he's Hall of Fame bound. Yeah, Q, Q is definitely Hall of Fame bound. Um, th- there's no doubt. And, and I'm always get, like weary about tell- saying guys who are Hall of Fame bound, but he's one of those rare NFL like offensive linemen anomalies that you could just tell if he, if he, if he sticks it out for a full 10 years, he's going in. He's, I mean, he's going in. He's the only NFL offensive lineman I've ever seen with a highlight tape. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, just... get like rotated over Sports Center. Oh, big news, <laughs> top ten. Like, what? he's a he's a lineman, but he's yeah, he he's he has to make it. No, for sure. I I really truly hope he does. Uh it's kind of like it's kind of sad because I'm like I'm thinking back on this Andrew Luck era. Oh. That had so much promise, you know, 
because I, I don't think Ty is a Hall of Famer. Um, I wouldn't. I definitely wouldn't say that. Um, you know, there's a couple other others like really significant parts of those teams that it's like, you know, so much promise. This is going to be our era. The, the the era continues, and and I really can't name another Hall of Famer off no. of that. Like out of that group, which is like that's that's a six seven year period of Colts history where there's probably not one um one hall of famer created no you know and it's kind of sad like i mean we've been spoiled for all these years so just have quality guys on there and results and playoffs and you know super bowl um but looking at those teams that Grigson, you know constructed so poorly because he's a big old piece of shit i couldn't tell you one hall of famer uh, on that on that list and it stinks. It really does stink. It does stink. Because, yeah, Costanzo's oh. probably the next one up, uh, possibly, but I don't think he's going to get in. Not, um, no. There's, he was never one of those legendary guys. He was just a very stable, um, just a very stable hand and was just there all the time. Now, do you think he makes the, uh, the Colts Ring of Honor? or Costanzo, I would say yes. Okay. I think Colts Ring of Honor, yes. I think McAfee makes it. To the, the Colts Wall of Honor? Ring of Honor? Yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah. Hands, luck, yeah, hands down. Probably luck will someday. Ty will someday. Um, maybe Doyle. Maybe close. It's so Doyle's such a hard, like a difficult one because he's never been like the guy, right? He's never the Doyle's never been like okay, gotta have him in fantasy. Yeah, tight end one. It's always been you know he's never been like a Kelsey or an Ertz or a. Uh, you know, a, a Kittle, Kittle oh. you know, uh, some of the, you know, the, the big time names that we've had at tight end across the NFL over the years. So Doyle's a, a hard one, but he's like, he's held it down for a long time. You know, he, he's, he's another one who's been, I, I think, just consistent and available for the most part. No, I mean, I wouldn't, I would never speak his name in the same breath as, uh, you know, Dallas Clark, like not even remotely close, but, um, you know, J- Jack's, Jack's maybe an outside shot one. Um, other than that, I really can't. I mean, even like defensively, I can't like I, I can't think of like. There's been such a flux of defensive players over that Andrew Luck era, over the more so the Grigson era, uh, which is which is maybe Vontae Davis, maybe Vontae Davis. I think he should go on there just because he retired <laughs> on the Pretty Bills terrible. at halftime. I think I would put him on that yesterday. Uh, my vote. <laughs> I would put him on that ring of honor yesterday. Uh, <laughs> but, um, but yeah, other than that, it's, it, there's really not much. I mean, obviously we got some future superstars now, big Q Darius, uh, Kenny John, Moore. Jonathan Taylor, probably guess Kenny Moore. Uh, you know, all the people who can, you know, maybe crack the hall. Oh, Kenny Moore, maybe crack the hall of fame today, but definitely culture ring of honor people. But, um, I don't, it's it's going to be weird that we're going to have this long gap. I mean, because obviously there's a, if there's a long gap of yeah. successful teams, that means there's going to be a long gap of groupings of people going into the Hall of Fame, uh, which is, you know, it's a little depressing. It's a little depressing to think about, but, you know, it is what it is. Now, uh, do you think Uncle Phil makes it to the Hall of Fame? Uh, that is the question, right? That is a big, big discussion argument. I say yes. I will always say yes to this one. A lot of people say no um, because of certain moments and stuff. I know stats aren't everything, uh, but he is top five in touchdowns, top five in 
I don't know if he's top five in. I don't think he's top five in passing yards. I had to double check. I know he's top five in, in passing touchdowns. Uh, he has one of the longest. He's never one of the longest career start stretches um, ever. I don't think he has the record. I think Favre has that one, but Phil's never missed a game due to injury. Um, seventeen years as a starter in the league. Think about that. Yeah, that's insane. Well. Well, technically, fifth, what, 14 or 15? Because he was behind Breeze for a couple years. Ah, okay. But even still, but even still, um, you know, just healthy for a long, long, long portion of time. And, like, I think that's got to be worth something. He's been, like you said, he, he's been a warrior. He's played in a lot of big moments, uh, you know, and such. But there's a lot of people who are just, you know, I understand the reason for that. You didn't have right, a Super Bowl. Didn't have a Super Bowl. No. But it, it, it's, it's so trick. Like, it's so weird because people will be like, you know, are you going to use that argument against Randy Moss? Oh, wait, you can't. <laughs> He's in. Uh, you're going to use that logic against T.O. Because I don't think T.O. has a Super Bowl. Nope. Calvin Johnson played Calvin like Johnson. eight years. And yet, you know, he made yeah, it on. Right. You got to tell Larry Fitzgerald, who's one of the greatest receivers of all time, that he can't go in because of uh, because of he doesn't have a Super Bowl ring. No. So why does it work that way for quarterbacks? Correct. And like, that's what people don't understand. People just think that quarterbacks go out there and they just. Uh, you know, it's all on them. They, they, I don't know. I understand it to an extent because it is one of the highest paid positions, right? It's, it's the position that everybody loves. Uh, everybody loves to, 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 to get invested in. And, and you know, there's, it's everybody has court usually has quarterback jerseys. But I don't think you can use the no Super Bowl thing I, you, against Phillip Rivers. Um, I really don't think so. Listen, it, there's a lot of people. There's some people in that Hall of Fame that I would dare say should not be in there. All right, and it, 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 it pays me to say that because, like I said, I, I want success for everybody, but listen, Joe Namath's claim to fame, <laughs> Joe Namath's claim to fame is, one, he was the first 4,000-yard passer, and two, he sold his soul to the devil to beat the Colts. Like, if it, I, I really don't think, like, Joe Namath, if, if, if Joe Namath's guarantee to win the Super Bowl, I, I think if the Colts win that one, uh, I don't think Joe Namath's in the Hall of Fame. He's not, again, different not at all. Well, you different know, the only... If he didn't make that guarantee to beat the Colts, the only thing we know Joe Name for would be uh, being drunk and hitting on Aaron Andrews. That's yes. It. So <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I agree with you, man. I mean, Phil Rivers is better than quarterbacks that are in the Hall of Fame. I think he's better than uh, Terry Bradshaw. I think Terry Bradshaw. Oh, Terry Bradshaw would be the, probably the first to admit it. He knows he wasn't a good quarterback because Terry Bradshaw's only claim to fame was all those rings. That's it. That's you know, it. Eli Manning, would you take Eli or uh, Philip Rivers when it came down to it? If it came down, oh, that's that's tough. That's that's tough. That's a really good question. If I had to choose one over the other, because Eli has the rings, but he doesn't have the stats. Rivers has the stats, but he doesn't yep. have the rings. Doesn't have the rings. My heart wants to say Phil. But, but I know, was, I know. That's going to be the one has, that's guaranteed to go in there. Always oh, guaranteed. I would. Yeah. We we've been discussing this on our our two point page a little bit. Some for our Facebook stuff. You know whether Eli is like first ballot or not. Like we know he's going in because he's been part of two of the greatest moments in Super Bowl history. But I don't know. I I, I think he, it wouldn't surprise me if Eli's a first ballot and Philip has to wait a year. It wouldn't surprise me. Phil might have to wait like two or three years. You're probably you're yeah, you're probably right. I was probably being a little generous by saying one. Yeah, but I mean, like, and when it came down to at the end of the day, 
you had to pick one on your team to go and win you a football game. I'm taking Phil Rivers every day. Every single day. But, you know, Eli's going to be the one in the Hall of Fame because he's, hey, he has two rings. He has two rings. Oh, man. <laughs> well, yeah, Phil, Phil's kind of like, and it's, it sucks that people do it this way because, like, Big Ben, Eli, Phil, like, that was one of the greatest, like, draft classes of all time, like, quarterback mm-hmm. draft classes of all time. And Derpy Eli is probably going to get, you know, Eli, who I would say is probably the third best quarterback of that class is going to get in based on his defenses uh, in those Super Bowls and a couple magical throws. Yeah, that's like, it. If he gets in, he better have one of those split like bus silhouettes with David Tyree. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that, that's his, that's his legacy. Like I don't hate Eli, but, but he, he was never like one of those dominant guys. He was never no, like a I mean, top five or never he beat, top five beat the perfect team. Tw- yeah. He beat Brady twice in the Super Bowl, so you have to give it up to the man. I mean, yeah. honestly, it, no, you do. Thanks, but oh man, what a what a career Eli Manning's had. What a He's career! Still, yeah, a <laughs> career that he a career that he stole from Philip Rivers. That's it. That's it. That should have been that should have been Philip Rivers. That's insane. Why this dude is so unlucky. <laughs> so unlucky oh, okay. makes wow. my head hurt but uh, I think that's uh, that's it as far as Colts news goes everybody um, not too much to talk about of course like I said next week we'll have uh, we'll talk a little bit about uh, the preseason game against Carolina and uh, and kind of go from there any other Colt news that pops up I'll be, we'll be sure to bring it to you uh, Brandon do your thing buddy Hall of Fame is about greatness and just strengthening up your team and showing the world, hey, this was our guy. He's great. He's in the Hall of Fame uh, about establishing a legacy for your 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 team, your your brand. And the Colts did that this weekend. I mean, hell, Edron James, well on his way, becoming one of the best running backs of all time before he tore his ACL. And he, you know, he had like two thousand yards rushing and receiving. Um, no, 2,000 yards rushing, 1,000 yards receiving his first two years in the league. Insane, mind-boggling towards ACL. Still had a hell of a career. Peyton Manning, I don't care who you, who you like. He's the greatest quarterback to ever play the game. He's better than Brady, better than Montana. The best. Like, those two guys went on into the Hall of Fame this weekend. Two Colts going into the Hall of Fame wearing gold jackets. The All, all the other word. Um, Matt, any Buffalo Bills going to the Hall of Fame this weekend? Mm. Oh, I don't I don't think so because they stink they stink they stink they they stunk for the past 20 years they're gonna stink for another 20 years you paid Josh Allen 243 million dollars for six years off of one good year he had one good year I did one good thing before that was it I didn't get paid 243 million dollars Where, where's my money at huh huh Buffalo pay me he can't hit a screen pass he got lucky one year because of COVID. If it wasn't for COVID and their fans in those stands, Josh Allen would stink and crap the bed just like he did the last three years he played with the league. Ooh. He is garbage. Garbage. Him and Sam Tevy should go get a hotel room together, make a baby, name the baby trash because that's what they are. They're both trash. I hate you, Josh Allen. I hope you uh, you, you choke on your money and you, you choke in the next game you play because you stink. <laughs> Well, there you have it, everybody. We thank you so much for tuning in uh, to our wonderful show. Uh, We'll talk to you next time right here on 
Colts fans. Hall of Fame! Woo! We're great! And Bill's land. You stink! You smell! You garbage! Better luck next year, Steve Casper. Okay, we all see celebrity stories on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, anywhere we can absorb information from every day. But what about the people in our hometowns who make the world go around but don't get any recognition for it? Hi, I'm Dan Torres, and my podcast, Your Average Ordinary, focuses on those people. Those people that have extraordinary lives, jobs, hobbies, talents that you may not even know about that you walk past on the street every day. Join me every Saturday as I'm joined with a new friend to talk about how their average ordinary life impacts so many others. And there's so much to talk about because there are so many different people. You like movies? We talk about that. You like acting? We talk about that a lot. You like video games? I'm always talking about video games. Join us every Saturday, Your Average Ordinary, available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and anywhere you can find.